When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit ChildAndFamilyResourceNetwork.org today. Hello and welcome to episode 140 of... What's up, I don't know And on this episode, I'll be talking to Bonnie Boo, who's a dancer, a performer, a f- comedian, uh, a self-love purveyor, a twerker, and a soon-to-be Wim Hof Method teacher. Um, yeah, and uh, in the meantime, just before I do a little chat, I would uh, like to tell you that I'm doing a sketch comedy show with a few other people Called DICTV Radio. It's on Spotify or iTunes or any platform where you can listen to podcasts. And here's an example of what you would hear. And now, a retelling of a biblical story by the DICTV players. Sponsored by a local union. More Christ, less calories. I love Jesus so much. I was afraid I'd get a heart attack. Sounds funny, but I was so into receiving the body of Christ, I was literally getting communion fat. I had Eucharist muffin top and body of Christ bat wings. Then a Christian friend told me to check out local communion. Local communion is a low-fat communion that makes it okay to receive communion up to ten times a day. Local communion, less calories, more Christ. Local communion. It's literally a low calorie communion. That's why it's called local communion. Get it? Thanks to local communion, I could love Jesus even more. Yeah, that is good, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And um, yes, and of course, uh, Potterini is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. There are many other wonderful podcasts on the platform, on the network. And here's one of them. Tired of tuning into negative news? Well, get your week off to the right start with the Happy Broadcast. Let's help you focus on the positive things happening in our world. Each episode will feature positive news, some mental health tips, and we'll hear from our Happy Broadcast community about what makes them happy. The podcast is hosted by me, Amy O'Dwyer, in collaboration with Mauro Gatti and his popular social channel, The Happy Broadcast. Episodes are out every Monday and you can listen and subscribe wherever you get your favourite podcasts. Let's help spread some positivity. Now, what do you think of that? All right, so uh, what to talk about before we have a chat, a short chat with Bonnie Boo. I'll tell you what, today I got really annoyed in Tesco's. Not long ago, actually, just, just recently, because, uh, 
because they just let people in without masks. And I'm one of, yeah, I just get annoyed because I've been there a few times and I've seen people without the masks wandering around, you know, not many, just one or two. I mean, they could be just, they could be lazy, they could be stupid. You know, there could be the pandemic is a hoax merchants or people who just forgot to bring a mask. Uh, but it just annoys the fuck out of me. And I just look, I'm not like, yeah, you know, I'm not militant about it, but I think we should all be doing our utmost to get the numbers down and get out of lockdown. And most people, 99% are doing their utmost. And then a few fuckers just don't bother their hole. And it annoys me the way littering annoys me. You know, I just imagine people who litter just maybe they're brought up that way, just not caring where where they live or how they live or the place that they live in is covered in litter or they don't care about it. They don't think about it, that someone else will have to pick it up, that there might be a consequence. Sometimes I get it gets into my head and I imagine myself if I had time to just get a chair and sit on a street well the street around the corner from me and just Stay there and watch and catch people, catch them in the act, dropping a plastic bottle or a takeaway wrapper or something. Anyway, that's a pastime I can do when I get older. Um, I do, and they do drop shit things like, you know, bottles of fizzy stuff and uh, takeaway crap. So I do actually get comfort in that, in the knowledge that the people who drop litter are eating bad food and they will die younger than me which you know there's a little bit of comfort and when a litterer dies do you not think they should be buried the way they lived that their body should just be thrown out of a car and left on the side of a road just to rot and you could just say that's what he would have wanted yeah anyway I had a few online uh, run-ins with conspiracy theorists uh, on Instagram of all places. It's come to Instagram. I thought it was all Facebook where people got annoyed, but it, and Twitter. So there was one girl who said, uh, there is no pandemic, she said. Death rates have not gone up. The death, and I was like, I just wrote back, said, the death rate in the USA went up by 15% last year. No, they didn't increase by that amount. Stop lying. She replied, the hospitals are empty. The nurses can't talk because they get fired if they're they're not allowed to talk about it. But the hospitals are all empty. So uh, I uh, I was like, well, OK, I do a podcast. I'd love to have you on. You could talk about this. And uh, maybe if you could contact if you can contact one of the nurses that will come on and, and tell me about had the fact that they're empty she could remain anonymous but um she could talk about how they she's going into the hospital every day and there's no one there and they're just they're just doing tiktok dances or whatever no reply no reply to that after loads of telling me i was deluded and uh, uh there's no pandemic and everything's fine just asked her to go on the podcast and talk talk about it we'll have a chat about it no reply asked her again a day later no, that's the end of it. So I found out a way to stop an argument online. If you're on Facebook and you're having an argument with an anti-vaxxer or a, an anti, uh, pan, the pandemic is a hoaxer, just uh, invite them on a podcast and they just suddenly shut up. There you go. There's the thing. 
But fucking hell, the worst is there's one guy. Uh, he's a, he's a comedian, and he's just one of these middle class. Like the worst of these hoax conspiracy people are the middle class, like tweed cap wearing, or the girls with their dreadlocks and the fucking <laughs> just dreadlocks. Uh, and uh, you know, then they really feel like my human rights are being con- curtailed. You know, people like who really haven't. You know, they've had an easy enough life and they they don't really think about other human rights. They don't think about human rights, the homeless or the addicted or the traumatised or the trainee nurses working for nothing and risking their health. The refugees forced into direct provision. The women are forced into prostitution or the immigrants working in fruit farms for low wages. No, they're, they're really concerned that they have to wear a mask, you know, to enter a shop. And that lockdown means, you know, I can't enjoy a latte with my other social warrior friends. You know, it's it's actually, it's my human right. That is a human rights violation, yeah. Oh, fucking hell, they really annoy me. You know, fucking middle class bastards. All right, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so I'm talking to uh, Bonnie Boo here. You didn't feel like you wanted to dance. That wasn't like something like you wanted to do for a professional reason. You just felt you had to do it. So what did you do then? Yeah. So like it was, it was more so a realization of, okay, like dancing is like my happiness, happy days, grand. Um, but it was more so presenting as what I thought was going to be a little career thing for me. I'll, um, when I left my last day of accounting, I remember busting out of college and uh, I had like these business cards made up. Uh, it was called Ned TV. And uh, myself and a few friends went to a local festival and we got in and I was interviewing people. And I thought, yeah, I knew it was going to be in something creative. And I knew, I thought this was my way. I never yeah. valued myself as a good enough dancer, um, which is interesting. And it's not that I was putting myself down. It's not that. It just, again, I just looked I just looked at that as my hobby, as my, as my bit of fun and not as a monetary thing, you know. And I suppose I was always dancing with other people, so I never thought I was strong enough as a solo dancer. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I love, like, I felt like I'm a, I still feel like it, like a jack of all trades. Like, I, I like a bit of comedy and I like a bit of dancing and I like a bit of rap, some sort of vocal shite. And, uh, burlesque just came along as something that you can put all your strong points together and create a stage piece that's mm-hmm. for you. With no barriers and no rules, you know what I mean? Well, the only rule is like I always say, just don't be a dick. But apart from that, you can do what you want, you know? So, um, yeah, so that's where that kind of started then, you know? So uh, when you're doing burlesque shows then, were you coming up with routines yourself? Yeah, yeah. And characters as well? or? Yeah, I love characters. So like even when I was younger, I was the friend in the friend group that would like, you know, dress up and go out and do random things like you know I always loved character stuff um because I wouldn't call myself a comedian or anything like I wouldn't do stand-up or anything like that like you're, you know wouldn't be like yourself but like I would I love the whole uh character banter kind of video creating stuff do you know what I mean um yeah. so which you do you know you do it all but 
Um, so yeah, like I had a granny act. What happened was with the granny, myself and my friend Louise were on, um, I don't know if I want to say it on here because then it's, it's out. It's out. It's something that I, that I'm like, oh shite. Do you know the, do you remember the All Ireland Talent Show? The what? The All Ireland Talent Show. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. right. Oh god. The All Ireland Talent Show, uh, myself and my friend Louise, uh, went on as grannies and it was a pure, literally for the crack like stuff out at the charity shop we were called the ghetto grannies and uh, we went on so we had some we had a great time in that got to the on the tv show the lot so what happened was when i started burlesque and it was miss burlesque ireland is how i started competition mm. there was like three sections and costumes are expen- expensive you know so mm. um i thought feck i've got granny stuff so that's this that's how i started with the character stuff in in an actual professional way because i was like I've got my granny shit here now. Like, what what can I do with that? You know, and that's that's kind of where all that started from. I see. I see some of the stuff that you do, like, and you say self love sessions, and is that something that uh, you are interested in, and in just helping people to, you know, Irish people have not have. I wouldn't have said they're amazingly confident of their bodies because probably because of the Catholic religion or something. Yeah, 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 and uh, and. Uh, <laughs> Is that something that you had to overcome, being confident, body confident? No, quite lucky now because my family, I suppose it all comes boils down to how you grow up and stuff, doesn't it? And mm. um, I'm very grateful uh, that my family are very open and encouraging. And I was so, I never, it was never a thing for me, you know, and mm. I suppose my close friends, it was never a thing for them either. So I wasn't even listening to like, conversations from them or anything do you know what I mean I'm about to burp there <laughs> woo just had pasta <laughs> and I was like a complete complete fool coming for this crying being like oh I need more time to digest um so yeah it's always been a very natural thing that I've never had to think of and thank god because I know that's not the same for everyone and especially in Ireland you know what I mean there's a a massive um thing on you know women particularly you know oh jesus she loves herself and so people would shy away from owning their version of beauty and what they feel and you know expressing themselves and maybe uh, in their sexual energy and you know mm-hmm. a lot of that was reined in um but she like it's not even the people's faults for sit for for maybe uh, like contributing to the people reining in because it was just a whole it is just Catholic guilt, a lot of it. Let's be real, isn't it? It's just a, a country of, like, sexual oppression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but not, not just sexual uh, repression. There's body repression. I mean, when I was, yeah. when, no, when I was growing up, uh, like, we never went round in our underwear or anything. And I'm just talking about in the house. Yeah, yeah. It was still even quite covered up. Yeah. It is. And yet you're right, not sexual, because people are still riding, like, just people with 10 children all over the gap. Like, <laughs> there's no, no problem with sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll win I, a few pints probably. Yeah, yeah I'll take that back. Uh, but yeah, de- <laughs> definitely with the physical, physical um, love, I suppose. Yeah, and, you know, we, we can all work through those things. We all have different reasons why, I suppose. I'm not blaming it all on, on the church. <laughs> Apologies to the church. Um, yeah. there, there's a lot. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot. Yeah. Um, but like there was a, cl- a cliche of, I'm, I'm going back a bit now, but a cliche of the Irish couple would be on their honeymoon night, they'd keep the lights off. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. If you kept yeah, the lights on, you're a, oh, 
We were a feisty little thing in the camera. Jez, they're into right kinky shit. They leave the lights on. (laughs) But a lot of the reasons is because um, it was like, I don't know, I can't speak for for the male side or, you know, uh, but it wasn't, it was a thing that you couldn't, that women weren't even to look at their bodies years ago as well, themselves, let alone, you know, like it was, it was purely just to produce another human really, isn't it? You know, (laughs) you know, so, but that's changed and it's amazing that it's changing because we all, we all possess our own power. And the thing is like, you don't have to be running around tits out to feel empowered. You know, it's your own version, but it's just having the choice to do so, isn't it? And just feeling comfortable. Yeah. I just, I just love the fact that you're so confident about your body and you're like uh very funny as well but can can i have that soundbite uh for (laughs) you you teach dance now yeah 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 so i've to be fair i've been teaching dance since i'm 16 but again it was just like a little side fun thing it was you know, I taught it in the school that we were in, had like a hip hop crew with my friend Lou and then um, came in and out of random classes throughout the years. Um, but I've been teaching, I would call professionally, like properly since 2015. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, and, it's been good. And so, how, so um, when women come to your classes mm. first, I presume it's mostly women. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, they're op- it, the class open to everyone, all genders, but it is definitely female dominated. Okay. Yeah. Um, is it difficult for some women at the beginning to, for example, you know, you're twerking, for example. Yeah. You're you're a particularly brilliant twerker. Oh, just <laughs> gonna get all these sound bites now. <laughs> is it is that something that's difficult? for uh, women to, to start with? Um, I think twerking's actually a really good way because twerking is, um, you know, it's originated from West African dancing and then there's so many different styles, right? Twerking's like so healing, but it has in this commercial modern day, you know, a lot of people that have, don't know the bigger picture have maybe just seen the the music video side and think it's like more of a modern sexual dance, you know, but mm. it's, um, it doesn't have to be sexual, you know, it's just being sexualized obviously. And it's great when it is, but it's also could be done by all ages, you know, and all mm. like it's a dance of celebration. So I think it's a really good place to start because it's very healing. You know, I'm going to get all spiritual on you now, Joe. Like it's the root chakra. It's very, it's natural for us humans to like move that area and it shifts a lot of energy. So I think it's like a really good place to start. And also when people are coming to maybe a twerk class, they're coming maybe in leggings or tracksuit bottoms or shorts. They're not coming in the heels and the fishnets like the burlesque classes, which can be more daunting to people, you know? So, but then obviously I do put some twerk moves in that style as well. So the thing is, when people come to my classes, I always let them know, like, you do not have to wear anything particular. So it's it's amazing to see. So what the, what's, I find is more difficult from from viewing the people coming. It's not so much the style of dance; it's the um, it's the external, it's the clothes, it's the 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 like head up high and, and owning that like energy, you know. And like mm. people will come and they'll start in like leggings and like a baggy t-shirt. And then, like, slowly they're going to pennies and they're getting their fishnets, you know. And all of a sudden, 
full on rack is out tongue up their holes and they are <laughs> loving life <laughs> you know so amazing. yeah amazing. it's it's really good because like that it's it's not about oh no they can have their skin out it's what comes with that like when you are confident in yourself your relationship with yourself gets better and if the relationship with yourself gets better your relationship and how you allow others to treat yourselves gets better and that's why dancing is so healing on a literally a life level i feel yeah yeah um i just wondered if irish people in general uh don't don't particularly dance from their hips i mean because Irish dancing is very stiff. Um, you know, I, I I just, I don't know. Do Irish people have a problem just loosening up their hips? Yeah, like, it's definitely not a permanent thing. There's no permanent damage done. It's just temporary. Um, it is, in general, I find from a lot of Irish people, that their hips, it's just, it's just because they've never actually done that dance before. It wasn't part of their culture. It wasn't part of their upbringing. So, you know, they did go to Irish dancing classes and their hands were glued to their hips and their legs were <laughs> scissoring in the air, you know. And, and, and then when and then we, we, we tend to dance with our arms a lot, you know, so it's like oh, oh, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of shoulder going on, yeah, yeah. you know. Well, that's me now, I have to say. <laughs> but every single person I genuinely believe has the ability to open up that pelvis. Mm. I'm telling you now, yeah, that, that whole area, it's just a matter of, just it's like a, it's like you practice you know it's practice uh, and um do you think then that that uh, that kind of confidence for women in particular is thing like in a society where there can be misogyny do you think that confidence like, like that kind of confidence you're not going to get a man taking advantage if you've got that confidence do you yeah, you know, it de- like it depends on what what spectrum of advantage, but definitely um it does help for sure. Like I was saying, like if if you've got that love for yourself and that confidence, now I'm not saying that like people that have been through shit didn't have confidence in themselves, but it is another definitely mm-hmm. another suit of armour for like I was saying with all relationships with people. So if we're talking about men for sure, like especially if you've got like your tribe of people say like you're going to like the, the people that come to my dance class right and they've now find, found new friendships within these dance classes and you know it's really good and healthy to like create friendships outside of your normal circle of friends because especially in Ireland we tend to stick with our childhood up and sometimes you don't branch out as much you know and all of a sudden they have this new tribe that is literally like you're sexy bitch and they're like you know just getting cheerleaded on all the time and all of a sudden you're not taking shit you know because you're yeah. like when you're yourself, you let others be themselves. So when you see your friend, like, not taking any bullshit from someone, then you're like, well, I'm not going to take that bullshit either, you know? Mm. So yeah. I do. So any form, any outlet that increases your confidence and therefore makes you surrounded by the people that are like your tribe is definitely going to radiate out, you know? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and I think sometimes it would be good for men to... to to uh, open up a bit because I think a lot I think some misogyny comes from insecurity oh for sure you know I mean it's also like there's conscious misogyny and subconscious do you know what I mean and so it's it's very great at times and like I wouldn't fully go guns blazing or judging people because you know communication is where change happens you know and so 
I'm guilty. We, like even, you know, we all have do stuff that we don't realize we do. You know what I mean? And no one's perfect. So like, you know, a lot of stuff does come from maybe insecurities and it just, it just needs the right person to have that right conversation where they, they're not being attacked, you know, and they can actually talk through it, but they have to be willing to obviously as well, you know, but I think, yeah, there's a, it's a whole, it's a whole, it's a whole can of worms, Joe, you know? But, yeah. Um, yeah. It, I, I loved uh, when you were doing uh, around St. Patrick's day, you did um, some very funny stuff. Uh, uh-huh. With this massive vagina, <laughs> this big vagina thing. Where where did that come from? So that that vagina, that's Fanny Head, belongs. <laughs> yeah, beautiful Fanny Head belongs to Breda Larkin and Laura Lavelle, Miss Lavelle of the Wild Geese. Um, yeah. So you but you know them. Uh, they're brilliant, and uh, we've become good friends. And uh, I I really love because they're just as weird and wacky in their. I mean, they have a fanny head, you know, so Brida has a song, it's the fanny song. So yeah, she commissioned that to someone. That's like a little puppet that someone made. Like she wears that on her head and she like sings, I'm a cuckoo, I'm something, I'm a geeky. I don't know the words, she's going to kill me now. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's brilliant. And it kind of, you know, kind of harks back to the, she- the Sheila and the gigs. Isn't it? But yeah, that was, that was their, um, what's the word, their vision. Um, and then because I had the Irish Jansen costume then, I was like, Sheila and a jig. And sure, look, we were, we were in Stony Bar. <laughs> like, they only moved there not so recently. So like, genuinely terrifying their neighbours, I'd say, just running up the street with a big fanny head in my crotch in an Irish Jansen costume. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fucking hilarious. Oh, I love it. Uh... I think what's hilarious is that, uh, Part of it is you're going, that's out in the street. What, you know, people are <laughs> oh, people looking out the window seeing this. There was, um, we had like a little behind the scenes video posted, I don't know if you saw it, and it was just like, the fellow was like, can I come out now? I was like, don't worry, you're not in the video. And he was just so calm and not judging at all. And it was really nice, you know, and you, oh yeah, could have, could have been a lot different. But, uh, it was no, accept- amazing. And you, when you did, uh, I don't know wh- wh- why, but you were kind of being a worm. Oh yeah. Thing. <laughs> there was <laughs> why did you do that? It's hilarious. I was showing my daughter it. I, like, <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love that. Train her for the world that she's about to step into. Now, what, what's your daughter's name? Duana. Oh, Duana. Now, Duana. Sometimes you'll actually meet people like this, and this is what you do <laughs> if you come across <laughs> some with the arse out. Um, it was the Warren Moon. Uh, that's what it was. And the worm, like, you know, the way every full moon has like a name, like a, the worm moon, the blue moon. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So the worm moon is because it's spring. So it was spring equinox recently and the earthworms are starting to come out at this time. So that's why that full moon is called the worm moon particularly. So, um, I was actually talking to Laura of the wild geese and I was saying like, she's like, oh, you go, what are you going to do for the worm shoot tonight? And I was like, I was going to stick a few worm jellies out in my arse and say happy full moon, you know? And then she was like, you should do the worms. Like I can do the worm, but I can do the slug. So like my poor mom, like I, she just knows every full moon. I'm like, right, you ready? I don't plan it. It just comes upon me and I'm like, shit, it's full moon day. And my mother's out in the garden then filming me and my poor neighbors, like the shit they've seen, Joe, I owe them compensation. I can imagine, yeah, but it's <laughs> fucking brilliant that your mother is so uh, up for it. Oh, oh, she's up for it. She, um, yeah, she's great. She's well up for any of the madness, no judgment. 
goes for it. She was the one that encouraged me to do burlesque. That's oh, really brilliant. Yeah. Um, so do you have do you have a line of clothes? Because I, are they your clothes? Um, so that's a collaboration with Millie Designs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like dancewear. So uh, Millie Designs, she's amazing. She's a friend of mine. And we met, she came to my class. And um, so she has her own company. It's just kids clothing, clothing adult. So then we collaborated on Millie Designs Naughty Bits. And um, yeah, we do like different collections and she actually makes my towels as well because with my other business, Corker 22, I've got my own sea towel poncho range and she makes them for me as well. She's some woman. It just reminded me, I had, had a message the other day and uh, some random uh, user number, blah, 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 was like, um, are you selling any of those naughty bits used? And I thought to myself, it's a very expensive one now because these are these are handmade. This is like you know, this is a collection of handmade clothes. So you know, don't think you can afford that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to get some with the pennies, niggers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a bummer. Mm. So are you feeling like uh, you really want to get back out? And I mean, I presume the whole teaching and all that is banjaxed with this, with this um, yeah. pandemic. Like, I, it's funny, like, I'm not mad and I'm not not mad. Do you know that way? I'm just, just kind of being, um, like, I was teaching weekly Zooms and, um, I stopped the Zooms, um, and just went to my monthly self-love sessions and I do, um, guest Zooms for other people, you know, that have things going on. But now from next Monday or Tuesday, we're allowed um, exercise outside, aren't we? In small groups, I think. Are we allowed? Oh, are we? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So I was, uh, all last year when we were allowed, I had um, a dance class in my back garden or the front of my house. So I live at a dead end. So I'd have the extension lead out, lights, speaker. My neighbours would be, were all like no, given notice and we'd have a full-on Tuesday nights. We'd just wreck, wreck the avenue. So um, I am maybe looking forward to going back to doing that outside. Ah, cool. Yeah. And um, I did say before, and I would love to do some kind of a sketch with you sometime. Just um, Yeah. I, I forgot you actually said that, Joe. Yeah, thanks for reminding me. Let's do it. When, when it's allowed, right? Yeah. I mean, you're, you're allowed technically... Uh, for filming, you know, there, there, there is some loopholes for filming, um, mm. even now when it's live streamed or, um, broadcasted, etc. So, especially if it's outside. So let, let's, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's chat. We definitely have to do something. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. I love physical comedy. I really, oh, I, I love really it. love it. You know, I, I'll bring sister not Sheila. Makes, nothing makes me like belly laugh so much as, as physical, physical comedy. You know? And also, like making it yourself because like a lot of the physical comedy I do I I don't it's not a script so you're not pre-writing things you're just kind of let's see what happens on camera and that in itself is just the best laugh you know what I mean so when you're doing with someone else like me and you're doing that together like I just know that we're just going to have regardless of what other people think like we'll we'll have a good laugh yeah 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 yeah. Uh, I'm definitely going to do something let's do it I'm going to bring sister Sheila Sister Sheila. I do, yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say, like, I think your stuff is brilliant. Uh, people should watch it on Instagram, and it's great. Uh, you, you, um, you just have this great confidence and body confidence, and think it's a great thing for for people to see and to be 
to be more confident about themselves. Thanks, Joe. I really, really appreciate it. I really do. Because um, I suppose I was just lucky enough to, like I said, to be in an environment that allowed me. So it's nice to be able to share share the love, you know. So maybe in our yeah. physical comedy, we might do a bit of burlesque together, Joe. I will try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the brilliant bonnie boo and she's amazing and you can find her on um instagram she puts up really amazing posts really funny just what a brilliant woman um and that was a lovely chat uh yeah so that's it for uh this one uh i don't know who i'm talking to the next one boy find someone anyway and anyway right <laughs> all right see ya At Baker's, no matter where you order free pickup, you get the same great deals as you'd get in store. So you can save when you order during band practice or at the dog park or wherever. Start your cart with the Baker's app and save from wherever today. Baker's, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum. Restrictions may apply. Subject to availability. You can save an extra $10 when you spend 40 or more on a great selection of participating items. Just look for the signs and save at Baker's.